0: This is Kristen, and this is the recap for episode 212.
1: And this is Allison. I'm here, too. (laughs) And before we (laughs) jump into our recap, we just want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Jasmine Harris on Patreon. Thank you, Jasmine! Yay, claps! Listeners, remember, you can become a sponsor for as little as a dollar a month. We continue to release exclusive tidbits for our sponsors. Um, I think they finally got the Let's Play video game things pretty much up and going they're working on that I'm looking into doing a little something special that you may have heard of Of last episode um, gotta wait for my friend to be <laughs> done with tests and then <laughs> maybe she won't be half drowning and she can help me <laughs> <but> <laughs> help me with a little ukulele playing but keep a look out there if you want to know what's going on and we are so grateful for all of our sponsors and especially for Jasmine yes thank episode. you
0: all right, let's go ahead and jump into the recap. So our first one comes from Or Phoenix, and they say, I like the points you all made regarding it almost giving you a better picture of the whole person. This was the way that I justified my split of Thunderbird slash Ravenclaw. My thought was they don't match up because they show different sides of one person, almost the left brain, right brain sides of one person. Maybe this was Joe's way of rectifying what we all had to deal with for a long time, when we're first sorting ourselves. Well, I'm a Hufflepuff, but I think I have more Ravenclaw traits, or I agree I am very ambitious and cunning like a Slytherin, but I'm very bookish and thought I was a Ravenclaw. Now you can say I am very intelligent like a horned serpent, but caring like a Hufflepuff. I assumed I would get horned serpents since I was Ravenclaw, but felt that being a Thunderbird did indeed fit better. Like Allison mentioned, I feel as though internally in ideologically, I do approach life and its challenges as adventurous. Additionally, when making choices, I rely heavily on my core, beliefs, gut, etc. to drive me through life which could show soul and subsequently show Thunderbird. However, when it comes to taking action or execution, I often rely on finding the most logical path to reach the most beneficial end. Also, before I act, I try to do as much research as possible. I've never found myself as bookish necessarily, but would do value knowledge and the seeking of it for knowledge's sake. Also, bye Caleb. Good luck in school and your future endeavors. A little shout out to Caleb.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, But I really like this because I'm actually a Thunderbird Ravenclaw as well. Um, And I never really kind of would have put myself in the Thunderbird area, but I like how they describe this because this more so describes me as well. Um, So her describing the Thunderbird kind of Ravenclaw match kind of describes exactly me as well.
1: Yeah. And I, I think they, they put it kind of, because I think sometimes when you're thinking Hogwarts houses, being someone who is split between two, it does feel very conflicting, but having the two kind of separate systems, to kind of incorporate different elements. Works really well, I think, to kind of let you see both things. Because people are complicated. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I like that, that the right side of the brain slash right side of the brain. Um, that makes a lot of sense, kind of bringing them all together. Yeah. All right. This next comment comes from Fantastic Flubberworm and they say, I have a theory on how muggles like Azalt's husband and child or the Grangers can see magical places like Ilvermorny or Diagon Alley. I think you discussed this on the previous episode, or it might have been Speak Beastie. Was it? You guys talked about it, right?
1: I honestly don't remember, okay. but I think we did.
0: Okay. Um, and I've thought about this ever since. I don't know if any of you have ever read any of the Shadow Hunters books by Cassandra Clare, but in those, the Shadow Hunters, which are demon hunters who are part angel with special abilities, can put something called a glamour on their buildings, vehicles, or even on themselves to make them invisible or looking like something else so that the mundanes, which are normal people, can't see them. But the mundanes can be taught to see through glamour. I'm thinking if, um, I'm thinking it could be the same with the spells that are meant to hide Ilvermorny, Hogwarts, or Diagon Alley. If a muggle is told what to look for, they can learn how to see through the spell. I guess that was pretty much what you said, but I wanted to share my thought anyway. About the houses, I'm a Ravenclaw since age 11 and have only ever been sorted into Ravenclaw. But as I've gotten older, I've started to identify more with Hufflepuff, and today I consider myself 51% Ravenclaw and 49% Hufflepuff. I was forced... First sorted into Pukwudgie and then Thunderbird, I think. Might have been Horned Serpent. And I see myself as a Pukwudgie. I'm never going to say that right.
1: (laughs) No, you're saying it right.
0: (laughs) It just sounds odd the way I say it. (laughs) A bunch of my friends took the Ilvermorny test as well, and four of them were sorted into Pukwudgie, even though none of us are in the same Hogwarts house. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah,
1: I like the idea about Muggles kind of learning to see through spells. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that could definitely be it. I mean, because in Sorcerer's Stone, it says, Harry says that Muggles' eyes just kind of slide over the leaky leaky cauldron. Mm -hmm. So I guess maybe if... And we know some of the spells are things that, like, tell Muggles they've forgotten something, or, like, they had an appointment they forgot, you know, to get them away from somewhere. So I guess if they, like could recognize the signs and maybe readjust and kind of get over that. Then that would, that would work to get them through.
0: Yeah. Or having that wizard person telling them, all right, it's exactly right here. Like this is what you should see. And then it kind of fades away. That's how it is. And I don't know if you've ever read the, uh, city of bones series.
1: I haven't. Okay.
0: But I've read them all. So I know what this, this person's talking about. Um, of how it kind of disappears and fades away because they specifically say, Oh, you're actually in a church and it's actually really beautiful. Cause what they see first is like this rundown area and oh, um, okay. the shadow hunter people are like, actually you're in a beautiful church, blah, blah, blah. Kind of, you've really got to stare and focus and see through it. Know that this is what it really is. Once they know what it really is, they kind of find it fades out and, Oh my gosh, you're right. This is a beautiful place that we're in. Hmm. Um, kind of thing.
1: That's kind of cool. That makes me wonder, like, the first time Hermione and her parents went to Diagon Alley, like, was she like, mm. no, it's right here. And her parents were like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, yeah. it's right here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is how we get in, you know? And they're like, what? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <There's> nothing there. <laughs> it could definitely be. That's a be short that story I want.
0: <laughs> look, look straight, parents. I know I'm telling the truth.
1: Yeah, That's also funny. interesting, too, um, I've found that most people i know about the houses and the sorting i know people in all four hogwarts houses but i feel like i know more people in i know a couple that are horned serpents or wampuses but i feel like i i come across more people that are Puckwudgies or thunderbirds than any of the other ilvermorny houses so i'm not quite sure where that is
0: yeah um And which is cool, too, is um, there's a comment on that page on our site from Traveling in a Blue Box, and they've actually made a document for everyone to put their houses in for comparison. Yeah, it's cool. So if you head on over there, um, you can kind of check them all out, which was pretty interesting to see, because I looked at mine, which I'm a Thunderbird Ravenclaw as well, and there was like eight of those, and I think it was the highest one so far.
1: Yeah. It's interesting to see... There's almost no pattern, which is, I don't know, it's kind of nice, though, too, because then it's like, oh, it's not like you fit the pattern or you don't fit the pattern, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like there's infinite possibilities. Well, I guess there's not infinite possibilities, but there's a lot of different possibilities for what combination you could
0: Mm -hmm. be. Just because you're a Ravenclaw doesn't mean you're going to be whatever it coincides with, but you can, yeah, definitely be any one of those four houses because it's a completely different school. So it has a completely different way of how they do their houses as well. Yeah. Which is awesome. Cause I mean, it's a completely different country. We don't do the same thing yeah. that people do, um, you know, in England. Yeah. So I like that, you know, it's different.
1: There's almost a different sense of like what they value, mm-hmm. um, or how they put that value into practice in the two systems. Yep. Which is cool.
0: yeah definitely you can't have everybody being the same anyways we're all unique
1: (laughs) (laughs) then it gets boring (laughs) yes exactly
0: (laughs) well that about wraps it up for the discussion but really go check check the website um and check the comments and and put put yourself in the doc that traveling in a blue box made because i really would like to see more of what other people's um both houses are
1: definitely And while you're on our website, make sure you check out our Patreon. There's a little tab on alohamora.mugnet.com, or you can go to patreon.com slash and you can sponsor us for as low as a dollar a month. And thank you again to Jasmine for sponsoring this episode. Woohoo!
0: Yeah! And don't forget to stick around, because our next topic for this week is going to be about the 800-word prequel.
1: The one that we all seem to have forgotten about. (laughs) Yep.
0: Definitely. Got to reread that. <laughs> well, I'm Kristen Keys,
1: And I'm Allison Sigurd, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.